Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can you promise me that Friday before you step into that ring with me that you retrieve your balls from Stephanie's purse? Oh! Round in them fighting words. If you trying to sell a match, mention Can some balls. Mention <laughs> testicles. <laughs> the testicles testicle fortitude of Triple H the has been questioned. <laughs> We're right. back in the building. It's Matt Mania Podcast. Your one-stop shop for all wrestling, hip-hop, conversation. Uh, you are in the place, and I'm so happy to hear you, that you are here at DigiLab Studios, where we get down. Uh, my name is Mega Ran. It's always good to talk and talk wrestling with my bros. Yeah. So, to my right, there is the Mastodon of Rhymes, the villain, Teague Hall. What up? What up, man? Happy to be here. And as um, our homie Neo X will say, who's not here today, the illustrious DigiLabs Arena. <laughs> That's right. Home of the illustrious uh, DigiLabs Arena. So we are also joined by, on the right, our man, the the chairman of the one-man Brock party. <laughs> Brock, Brock Knowledge in the building. What's up? Yeah, you know, I I, I got to hop my flight to Jeddah after this to go to you know to go cash in my money in the bank against <laughs> Seth Rollins. Man, um, we we got to talk about that. Oh, that's gonna be fun. But, but uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm glad to be here. It's Wednesday night, just hanging out. Yes. Ne- you know, we're missing Neo X. Hope he's a, he hope he's doing all right. Yes, get well soon, that, Neo. That big Is glass of hater raid over there, rock knowledge. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just me. <laughs> to his, to his immediate right and my left are special guest who's not a special guest anymore. The man of a thousand and four beats, G one to the rescue. It's funny that you mentioned that because Dean Malenko was one of my favorite wrestlers. But, uh, Angaku Word. Sentai Rescue Man in the building. What's going on, people? Yeah, glad to be back in the building with my bros talking that shit. I was about to say he got a ball head. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. Brody don't pay for wow. shit. I got a Wow. I like I love that. them skits. What's uh, up? All right, just so shaved too. we up in here. He, he got a shiny. fresh shave on. <laughs> fresh baldy. So, yeah, we up in here to talk a little bit of wrestling. But first, though, we like to do our thing called the put over, where we take things outside of the world of wrestling, and we talk about them a little bit. So I, I looked at everybody's list. I liked them a lot. But I'm going to choose Teak to begin no. because you got you to gotta explain this one. Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> today I went to go see Detective Pikachu because I had some time to kill before I came to the podcast. I wanted to stay on this side of town, so I went to go see it. Ironically, I got a Pokemon shirt on 
<laughs> G1X is that? Oh, that wasn't by design. No, nah, he asked if that's why I wore it. That was that was just accidental. Sure Pokemon was the only one at that time, but <laughs> obvious the movie was um, based off of a game. I didn't even know it was a Detective Pikachu game. Oh hell yeah! So I think that was a. Uh, it was either GameCube or something. It was a Detective Pikachu. So game. I don't I don't understand how that would be a game. That sounds weird. That almost as weird as like the Pokemon game where you had to take photos. Do you remember Pokemon that on sixty four? Pokemon Snap, yes snap. sir. I remember yeah. That. So but um anyway, the the basis of it is like this place called Rhyme City that this dude created where um Pokemon and people live together and work together without Pokemon being in Pokeballs. Oh, so it's it's basically like how Ash and Pikachu is all the time, how he just outside the Pokeball walking with him. Okay. But it's with all the Pokemon. So whichever one is yours, he just walk with you and chill and help you Ash? do the stuff that you need to do. Uh-huh. Ash Ketchum, the, the main Pokemon, the main is it, is Pokemon it the kid, trainer. The kid guy? Person? Not, in, not in this movie. Ash is but the... But in the cartoon, yeah. Oh. The main Pokemon <laughs> trainer. Right. With the red cap, right? I have no Pokemon uh-huh. knowledge. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so so the kid's dad is a cop in Rhyme City, and he end up um, getting an accident or whatever. He's where they pick you Like a cop cop? Yeah, like a detective. Okay, so he doesn't shoot people. No, like he's a detective and, po- and Pikachu was his Pokemon, so that's why it's Detective Pikachu. And Pikachu is Ryan Reynolds, right? The yes. voice yes. in the movie? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's basically like a detective story to find out what happened to his dad, and then like it's got Mewtwo in it. They tie that into it, and that's the Japanese. Um, is, is that the, the Japanese Pokemon song? The Pikachu, I Choose You song, yes. Oh, uh, you should have just put on the Pokemon song again. Pokemon, I right. I should have. Yo, Pikachu. You, you, you said you saw the movie hey. too, right? I have not seen it yet, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds sung the song. Did he, he sung the, hey, sung the Pokemon he song. sung the Pokemon song? Oh, yeah. Right. Now it's worth seeing just that. <laughs> Hell there yeah. There was a, um, do you remember when there was like an internet rumor that this movie had leaked? Like Ryan Reynolds posted it on Twitter, like that by accident. So funny. And then like it was, what, it was to a, push it like dip. It's a perfect. <laughs> it was a perfect like troll. He Rick rolled so, everybody with Pikachu. He, just somebody posted it. He retweeted and was like, "Attention, Warner Brothers, please take this down." And so it got like ten thousand retweets. <laughs> and it's a two-hour video of a Pikachu just dancing. And just like an, anim- like an animated Pikachu or like a person in a suit? Like, uh, like how on YouTube like, like, it'll be like 24 hours or something where it's just a loop? Yeah. So yeah it's just it's, just like, like, it's like basically the like a Pikachu in the movie. In the movie. But like, just dancing for two hours. Two hours of On dancing. a loop. And I'm like he, fast he forward in it and it's still dancing. <laughs> fast forward still. I'm like, oh, he got us. He got he us. He rig rolled us. He got us. So, uh. But yeah, the movie's dope. Like, So it's worth watching. People said that this is like. Are this this generation's version of Roger Rabbit? Do you remember Roger Rabbit? Yeah, like I mean, yeah. When I was watching, that's a lofty statement. When I was watching it, I felt like it was like Looney Tunes, like um, Muppets, like any of that stuff that you would watch. No, not like that, but just like just seeing like the Pokemon riding around in the cars with the people and stuff is just like. But it's it's photorealistic, like they did like Jungle Book and stuff like that. Right, right, right. So if you are a fan of Pokemon, like I watch Pokemon. Oh, you all right, buddy? Wrong pipe. Wait, you good? You need some water or something, man? Nope. Okay. Just wrong right. pipe. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, no, that's cool. <laughs> You're alive. I thought I was going to pass out. But yeah, like I watched Pokemon and stuff like that and from playing like um, Stadium and things like that. Seeing Pokemon on the big screen like this, it, I felt like it was real dope. Like this is the best version of like Pokemon you're going to see. Okay. But not in the best movie that I would want to see. I would want to see a movie that was more circled or focused around battling. And yeah. this isn't. So, they so don't like you at all? No, you get like a little 
couple scenes, couple tastes of like what a, some Pokemon battles would look like. Mm-hmm. But after seeing this movie and seeing like the people and the Pokemon and how they look on screen together, I definitely want to see some more Pokemon fights. Okay. Yeah. You know, they did say that this this opens doors for, for possible Pokemon movies in the future because it got so much critically acclaimed. I mean, people are saying that this is the, the second best video game film since uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, in even life, even life. even if they would even if they would just make Pokemon like what the original story was with Ash and yeah, Misty and Brock and, and Misty or whatever, Absolutely. and then make that a movie like I this, then you then you would get Team to see Rocket, more, yeah. right? You would get to see more battles. You would get to see more more of the stuff that we used to. So, yeah, I think they, you know, hopefully they, they will. Hopefully they do something like that. I think this movie's been doing pretty good. Uh, so maybe it might actually happen. All right. But no, basically what I was going to say is that I I approve of the movie. Um, I think it'll be good for kids to watch. Um, I enjoy watching it. Um, okay. So, like I, I was saying, it wasn't it wasn't the best, but it was but funny. It was Ryan Reynolds is on a tear right now. Yeah, he, he's not losing. Of course um, not. That's what's up. Yeah, he's he's on a good run. So, which is amazing since Green Lantern. I'm a peep. It. Yeah, <laughs> he, he survived Green Lantern. He survived being the first bad Deadpool in the X Men movie. Um, oh yeah, I, you forgot about that, right? Well, I X-Men forgot Origins. I kind of separate. He killed him at the yeah, end. The no, I know, but I kind of separate him being in that movie as being Deadpool and what he is so at the end of that movie. Because when he's just regular Ryan Reynolds in that movie, he's still What's cool. That? Yeah. But then once they Wade turn him Wilson. into that abomination at the end, and I just like, forget about that. His mouth up. That was stupid. Gave him the Cyclops eyes, oh, like <laughs> Cyclops is the biggest bitch in X Men history, by the way. Hold on, but what about Cyclops the weird way they tried to do that? Like when they gave him the the fire vision, the Cyclops eyes, and then it burnt those. Black spots oh, around it yeah, to try to yeah. make it seem like that's where the what was his name though? Like, is he he had like Wade a special Wilson. no, 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 but his like his, his mutant <clears> character him, name, not Weapon X, it, it was, wasn't, it was something, something along those like lines, that X something, yeah. He was like, yeah, they did make reference to the name, name Deadpool though, in the <clears throat> yeah. movie because they were like, oh, he's the Deadpool. That was like <clears throat> the worst comic book movie of all time, it really was. That's one of them, I think. I'm a Go on a limb. Wolverine Origins? Yeah. The first Wolverine is terrible. That movie. <laughs> so bad. Wolverine Origins has the worst claws in any of the movie. Do y'all remember what his claws looked like? <clears throat> they looked like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> like when his claws first come out, when he's in yeah. that. um, They were super, the, like in, super metal. In the old people's yeah, house. Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. cut the sink. Like they come out oh. and they're like, cling, cling. And they're like, um, blinging and sparking <laughs> off each other. Yeah. I'm wow. like, oh my God, did y'all just like. No. Fake CGI, like obviously, <coughs> like a bad flick. You, um, you paint it, Microsoft. <laughs> it, it, like it leaked really early, so I remember watching the leaked version, like without the special effects. Oh, in. me too. I so bad. <laughs> you might have saw the same one where, like, Probably. the helicopter and the helicopter wasn't rendered in it or yes. something. And that yes. scene, yes, I had that same sack bootleg, <laughs> same bootleg. We all had the same bootleg. <clears throat> Yeah. All right, so I, I waited. Sad <laughs> thing is, the, though, I've heard some reviews in Dark Phoenix. They saying it's worse than that. Yeah, they, they, ran, they ran Phoenix. down. I don't all doubt the, that. They ran down all the X Men movies, and they said that, that this is the worst out of all the X Men movies. And this is one of the dopest stories, and they're gonna fuck it up. Sorry, oh my screw god, that. that's that's they yeah, that's such X-Men, a classic story. Which one had dark? Story. Which one had Dark Phoenix in it already? Was it three or two? Oh, and Gene? Yeah, was three, that Last three. Stand, right? Last three. Stand. Yeah, they said that that was a better Dark Phoenix story than this one is. God, and that was uh, terrible. Dang. That wasn't that good. All right, let's move forward. Sad day for Fox Spe- next, man, man. I'm going to keep it on superheroes. And my put over is Brightburn. <laughs> um, a good superhero movie. I just watched it last week with Rock. And yeah. um, this one was dope. Shout out to James Gunn, who produced it uh, while he was off of Guardians. Yeah, during his firing. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, all right, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do superheroes, but I'm going to do it differently. 
And yeah, it, was um, it was basically a horror movie with superheroes. So this was basically like if Superman was like a dick, then that's what this movie <laughs> was being. Wasn't a little bitch, right? Like, but as a kid though. But as a kid, so, so like this is young Superman, evil being, Smallville, being as a teenager would be just like starting trouble, you know. So uh, this was great, man. It only had like a between six and ten million dollar budget. And it hit twenty five million already. So, wow. yeah. shout out to them. This was a great movie that didn't have all the super special effects. It was just gritty. You it know was what I mean? Super gritty. I man. really loved the grit and the the, the gore. The violence. Yes. Like I turned away from the screen a few times. Like <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Um, That's good. Almost like Final Destination type gore, mm-hmm. where it was just like really gratuitous. And you really, they they really show it to you too. Like oh you see, you see this, God. yeah, you see like, some, yeah, you some see, things. Oh yeah, Brightburn's rated R. Oh yeah, right, yeah, okay. like, rightfully so. For your kids, rightfully like my wife so. when I'm playing Mortal Kombat, I told you, how Amy can't look at fucking fatality. You can't even look. It's so cartoony now that I, I laugh at it, but <laughs> but this movie, like, it just makes it look so real. So yeah, I was like, no, it, was, <clears throat> it was really good. I know a lot of people who say that. Um, they feel like the superhero movies and stuff like that are better when they have a lower budget like that. Like you said, this one had a smaller budget mm-hmm. because they feel like once they got too much money to do whatever they want to do with, they rely on like the CGI gets yeah. out of control <laughs> and then some of that stuff don't look right. And then that makes just sense. them trying to do too much instead of focusing on the story. That's why this one was dope because it was exactly just that. The CGI was there, but it wasn't over-the-top CGI where it was all CGI. I mean, right. like we were just talking about Deadpool, like in that movie, the first one was cheap. Yeah. And that's why he didn't do a lot of stuff. I remember they said, like, the scene at the end where he forgot the guns in the cab. That was because they didn't have the money to do a big shootout scene at the end. Right. So that's why they made it hand-to-hand and just yeah. made him leave the guns right, in the car. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Yo, I just realized something, Rock. I did not know this. What's up? I was just on the Wikipedia page. Wiki, 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 wiki. wiki. <laughs> Yo, it had a mid credit scene. What? Oh, oh, you guys. Right, bro. had a mid credit scene. I, we totally missed it. Oh, we walked out. We were like, oh, it's not Son Marvel. Of a bitch. It's not DC. We're just going to leave. Oh, what James is the scene? What is the scene? The James Gunn was like, you ain't know. <laughs> Bam. What's the scene? So apparently in the mid credit, I can't give it away. Damn it. But I'll. On the Patreon episode. On the Patreon. But I, this movie is connected it. to a movie from 2010 called Super. Does anybody remember that? Yes. What? With Rain Wilson from The Office. Uh, oh, my oh, God. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. It's in the Wait, same hold universe. Hold up. He's wearing like a, a red outfit. Oh, my carries God. A wrench. Yeah. Dog. Wrench. Dog. Mm-hmm. There was like one of the funniest oh, scenes wow. in that movie where he's like trying to like it's connected. climb James over Gunn the fence. It. Oh, it's oh, great. That's crazy. <clears throat> I didn't know that. No. I did not know that. The scene in that movie where he goes and, and beats the dude up in the line at the movies with the wrench. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. Without even a, Did he put the outfit on or he was in regular clothes? And he just went to his car and got the wrench. And was like, <laughs> well, now I want to go back and watch Brightburn so I can see the scene. And now yeah, I want to watch at, Super again. Right. <laughs> Super on the other side. Well, I still haven't seen Brightburn, so we'll make it a bro moment. There you go. I'm we'll down. Yeah, now go. that we know it's connected and there's a mid-credit scene, uh, might want to see it again. Yeah, but don't go. Don't go anywhere. James Gunn making another connected universe. Wow. <laughs> also, I didn't realize James Gunn did Super. <laughs> super, the opposite, it had a two point five million dollar budget and only made five hundred thousand. That makes the box sense. Office. It was a very yeah. But when did it come out? I think it was that his was lowest um, grossing film. Two thousand ten. Was, was we in the superhero boom at that time? Yeah, yeah like yeah, Spider Man. Iron Man. Iron Man was two thousand eight. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to do the. Um, but that probably got him the Marvel job, though. I think also he probably was trying to do the same thing that he did with Brightburn. Like he was trying to um, to flip the superhero stuff on his head. And people probably wasn't ready for it at that time. They wasn't ready for it. So, uh, so yeah, man. Check it out. Brightburn's great. Um, 
yeah, go do it. And then watch Super if you can find it on your streaming services. G1, what you putting over? Man, so, uh, well, first of all, to, to elaborate on something you were saying, Tika, about how smaller budgets can tend to make people work harder on certain things, you can almost relate that to music. Like, okay, in my mm-hmm. life, I'm a producer, and a lot of producers always say how, like, before everybody had the ability to have pretty much like a studio in a living room like myself, uh, you know, when you had like the old drum machines and it wasn't that much sample time and shit, it made people work harder. It, it made people do unconventional things to make stuff sound dope. Now everybody got FL on a laptop and everybody can pretty much make the same beats, got access to the same sounds and everything like that. So True. limitation. Mm-hmm. Same hi hat rows. Same. <laughs> <laughs> sound, I remember, yeah. remember my homie DJ Stu used to say it sounded like a sprinkler. <laughs> 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 Speaking of music, that goes into my put over, which is um, the Khalees Wonderland album, which was her her second album that was only released overseas. Good segue into Popular Thug, produced by Neptunes the, as well. Yes, the entire album uh, produced by the Neptunes. Well, I know what I'm playing on the way home. Hey, you know I'm a I'm a Pharrell stan. I've been very vocal about that. The one person that made me make beats, well, the two people, him and Chad. And uh, I remember having this album like back in the, the LimeWire days. I had to get all this shit <laughs> illegally because you cannot find this album. I think I seen it one time looking around in Virgin Megastore. Y'all remember Virgin Megastore? Hell yeah, of course. We used, of course. To have a, we used to have a big ass three floor Virgin Megastore back home on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. And I used to go in there and they had the CD wall and used to listen to it. That was the only place I found it because they had import copies. And at that day, I didn't have no money, and I was so pissed. But Yo, them import copies were expensive. Hell yeah. They yeah, were like 30 bucks for that bad boy. Yep. But um, but I did get it, you know, off that young Frost Wire. So I had this uh, amongst other things. And I, just I don't remember, know. Is this the album with Milkshake? Uh, No, Milkshake was uh-huh. the third album. That was Tasty. What is this? It's, the first album? This is the second, second album. album. Oh, second that, album. and it didn't come out? This no. this was oh, on, this very, was only overseas. Limited. Very, oh, wow. very, yeah. very, very, very limited. And just recently, they made this available on all streaming services. So everybody with your Spotify, your title, your Apple Music, specifically your Spotify. So do you know why, though? Do you know, like, the ins and outs of I, G1? Because I, I know you I, know. A lot of I stuff. think it has. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I think it has something to do with the label situation. Yeah, I was Rand, if say, you want to elaborate on the label, it, or is it sampling? Like what exactly, was it? it was label. Her um her deal with Virgin Records ended at almost right before the record was about to come out. But it came out in overseas so early, they, so they did it overseas in like a really limited quantities and then pulled it completely. So it just didn't get to happen. But um, Khalees says though <clears throat> that this is not necessarily her. Uh, her best work but really? she was like she's really it's it's a little darker she said than, than her like she would have wanted and then after hmm. this was the record with milkshake and all that but i think we'll enjoy it so i'm a bummer. yeah and i think that's what made it dope like there was some really like heartfelt songs on this like despite the title one of the coolest songs on the album was mr ufo man hmm. basically just basically her and um the lead singer of Spy Mob, which was a rock band signed to Star Trek at one time, basically talking about just how like they they need a, a, a break from you know what I'm saying all this bullshit going on in the world. So you know if you if you up there, Mr. UFO man, speak to Jesus, tell him we're on Earth and hmm. this, this things are so much worse than they've ever been. 
Popular Thug, which uh, Rock is playing at the moment, there's a secondary version of Popular Thug on the Neptunes Presents Clones album with Nas on there instead of Pusha T. You just said that because I hear this playing in the background. I was going to say, I've never heard this song, but I hear Pusha on it. And I was going to ask, do this album got any Nas features on it? Yeah, uh, this um, when they when they because this album, again, was only released overseas when they redid it on the Clones album, this song had Nas on it and it was a slightly different beat for real played acoustic drums on that version but the melody and everything was the same but this is the original version but on this secret album that didn't come out it didn't have no nines no, on it no no features. Okay. it was all it, it was all just internal star trek so uh spy mom i didn't know if Nas was beaten yet or yeah. not that's why i was asking <laughs> i think at, uh, i think he was just starting to get around met. the beating they yeah just, they just met they just start chatting probably beat, beat one club night or whatever but anyway <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> so beat the record if you can. Khalees Wonderland 2001 takes you back to the Neptune's heyday. I'm listen, talking like listen, prime, Ooh. prime Pharrell and Chad. Oh my God, takes you back to a to a simpler Absolutely. time in music where we didn't all have to use the same drums. Man. But um, so shout out to Khalees. Uh, hey, I'm she's sorry. Excited. We used to she let the album is finally out, so she's excited. I'm gonna have to say we used to let Pharrell get away with some shit that was um, not popping. Though. We did. I fuck, I fuck with the Neptune stuff. I fuck with his like right, hot take. T. Go ahead. I, I fuck with just his Neptune stuff, like the nerd shit. Heavy. But I remember whatever that song was with um Buster Rhymes where the video was supposed to be like Tom and Jerry. Like your ass on fire. That beat was not popping. It was weird. That shit was weird. It was weird. <laughs> that's what made it <laughs> dope, that was though. Thing. Like, I mean, that's why Busta made it work because it was weird. But I feel like only because the video, because the movement like was right. going with the beat. So the way he was moving in the video, I'm like, okay, I fuck with that. You, but just the beat, I'm like, nah. You know what other Neptunes be had a really weird uh, track like that, but it worked because of the artist. Uh, Pharrell and Chad did a did a track for Missy. Uh, I forgot what album it's on, but it's That's called funny. Uh, On and On. Because I could see Missy on Light Your Ass on Fire if they did a remix. Straight up. But her um, and Busta always there was, was a, doing There shit. was a joint called On and On. That record, the the track was so weird and crazy with the bubble noises and shit. <laughs> it was it was really, but the but the swing was so dope on it. But and that's she, the thing. That's why you gotta fuck with them. Like I'm saying that a yeah. beat was whack or a beat was weird. Like that's one beat out of however out many of beats he was doing. You know, one. and you gotta do those weird. Yeah, go ahead. And pull. Oh, you pull up lights your ass on fire. <laughs> and, and you had, and it was on clones. Yes, sir. You had to do shit like this for you to progress or for you to change the you style of to. what was out. You know, you had so to. They, come them, on, this is dope. Them and Timberland basically changed. Him going the mm, was that? Yeah, <laughs> Buster made it hot. But exactly. Yeah, but that's as he's in the he's an original one of a kind artist. It's a that's joint. the version of Pop so, with Doug with Nas. Speaking of music, yeah. our rock has a foot over that's music related. So let's keep the music going for this episode. Brock yeah, with the boom box, the Brock party. What you putting over? I am, Brock the, party. I am the Brock party. What's Sir, happening? The uh, one what, man band. What you're hearing right now is uh, El Capo, Jim Jones, Heat Makers. Came out uh, this past Friday. All your streaming services. This album, it sounds like good classic dip set. <clears throat> um, Benny the Butcher oh, yeah, slaughters Heat Makers this. Produced the whole thing. This this album is is total proof to artists to be like, yo, don't be afraid to stay in your wheelhouse yep. and do what you do well, because there's an audience that wanted this. early 2000s dip set music. Don't be like, oh, I'm gonna get on the trap beats and I'm gonna, I'm gonna double time it. Don't you don't have to. 
do what you do and and feed your audience. And I think that that like this is the prime example of that. So shout out to Jimmy. Also, it's crazy that out of yeah, out of out of every member of Dipset, how Jim Jones is the most consistent. That's the part that Hell blows that's my mind. Crazy, <clears throat> like how Jim went from not being the rapper. Right. To being the most consistent rapper out of all of Dipset, Drake voice makes you would have the ghost face of, of Dipset. Who, like who wouldn't have thought consistent. that it would have been Jewel, Jewels? You know, <clears> Jewels Cam. I mean, but yeah, Cam, Cam already had his time not not his time, but he was already in it. But him bringing Jewels up and Jewels had an album on Def Jam, like Jewels had, like the future laid out for him. Yeah, hits. And, <laughs> and just didn't didn't hold it down long enough. But Jimmy's still around, right? Because Jim was dropping albums even when Jim. Man, do y'all like the whole vampire life shit that Jim was oh, on? Vamp, vamp life, him, like Jim, Jim throwing up Vice Lord. In well, I'm saying Jim been pumping out mixtapes. He been dropping albums like yeah, just under never, the radar, just never constantly, stopped. never stopped. <laughs> Shout out that, and that's another thing, man. Is that this to not stop? Uh, so Jim Jones is big on that. What's like, your favorite song on the album? Rock since playing, it, playing it right now. Just the one to whom it may concern. Okay, followed up probably by NYC, and then the other one with Cameron, Fred the Godson. Is this the it's NYC? This is, is the uh, New York City? Yeah, that one's dope too. Word up! Oh. All right, y'all. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I, oh, this is this, yeah, this is, one's hard. Oh, Fat Joe's, Fat Joe's on this God. one. Joe yeah, Snap, by good. the way. So definitely go check this out. Fat oh, Joe been dropping some hot features. I wonder if he gonna come back and try to drop something full length. This time. Fat Joe quietly has like one of the dopest careers if you really think about it, like hip hop wise. He's a legend, and, and he has an ear for for singles for for singles. Yeah, so I mean, his ear for beats. And I, songs, I could so. drop a hot take on Fat Joe and say that he he left and he went to Miami and then you know when I mean, um, you got to change he left you he left the, the New York no he left the New York sound alone for a while when he dropped yeah. Weatherman oh, yeah. he was chasing the Lil Wayne sound yeah okay <clears throat> and, yeah um, make it rain and all that, that. Was yeah but that's what it was I mean and, hey he found the new sound. And I, it worked. I he, miss um. You want to live my lifestyle, Fat Joe? You know, like <laughs> jealous one still in me. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, Joe stayed stayed on top for a long time too by by staying current by continuing to. You know? I mean, yeah, he did. He did. He stayed. He stayed on longer by going to Miami, linking up with Birdman and Wayne and and, and, and Khaled. You like, know, yeah, because he put Khaled on. He put so Khaled on. like, don't forget. Like if you've been hustling in your own environment, a lot of times you go in another environment and people will swear you hustling harder, but really you just doing what made you yeah. pop, what you're made doing you pop what you were already place. doing. That's what's up. Alright, so this album sounding good, so you got you got some homework, Matt Maniac. That's right. Go get the Khalees album and go get the Jim Jones album. Stream the and, uh, and let us know if something else new came out that we didn't check. What's your what, what you listening to right now that came What's out in the Maniacs, Maniacs uh, playlist? I want to know. Yeah. Now, fan, fan, share your putovers. Please share your putovers. Hashtag the putover. Whatever you want Matt Mania to know about. We'll be more. Yeah, I agree with that. Them. What's your putovers? Text, yeah. tweet us, and let us know. At what Matt Mania Podcast. Let what you know. been doing new this week that ain't wrestling related? And hashtag Word. the putover. So now we got to get into some wrestling. And here we go, folks. I wish we could start with some good news, <laughs> but we are not. We're going to start. With a person I know very well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about Enzo Amore. <laughs> no. Worse. I'm about worse than Enzo. Mark Lomonaco, a.k.a. 
Bully Ray. Oh, that's his government? You just G1'd him? I did. I G1'd him. Damn, we used Hey, we government. go way back. I can use his government. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, we've we worked together. I can say he's a co-worker now. Y'all took, you, you took a bump for him. Oh, yeah. You got to know his government yeah, name so that chain. you can write him on. Um, so you know? I can sue him. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know his name to, to, to fill out the lawsuit. You can't be like, uh, B- Bully Ray. You're like, oh, who's that? <laughs> All right, so Dude. on Monday morning, wrestling fan Josh Ketch under the Twitter name Oshkosh Big Josh went online and recounted the story <laughs> of his time. I didn't know that was his Twitter handle hey, until that's, now. That's, that's catchy. Porn. Of his time at the Ring of Honor show in Portland, Oregon. <coughs> now, it's big. This was actually, I think, ROH's first time in Portland. And it's, and it's big to note that because wrestling for a long time did not go to Portland. Do you guys know why? No, like what? for the longest time, Oregon had the strictest. Oh, was it the, uh, the like steroid rules, the laws, and <laughs> laws testing? I'm sure testing yeah. for sports events. No power driving. This laws. is where sports entertainment <laughs> came from because uh, Vince McMahon was like, "This isn't sports. <laughs> like we can, we're not sports. You're not going to so test us." That was a big thing. I remember watching an old um, documentary about wrestling, and uh, that's WCW crazy. Was like, "Yeah, we would like to play Portland, but you know they just have very strict rules." And they're like, "What strict? Like because we steroids test." You know, so anyway, that's funny. Um, right? Interesting. So we're in a different age now. So wrestling goes to Portland. Because how do you steroid test like before a match is about to happen? You're that's allowing like, them in to com- the back. You're you, allowing you them make- to compete in your in, in your venue in your city in your state. So therefore, you set the you rules. Make no, I'm not off. saying how can you like like mm. not like that. I'm just saying like you know if it's a fight like at WrestleMania or something, they're like, oh well, if we do something before. The WrestleMania is tomorrow. It's too late to test anybody. No, well, they don't get like, the results. No, the back moment that fast. you walk into the building, they like everybody. Let's go test. No, see, that's what I'm saying. So, you like that, I mean? it's like yeah, they don't, it's, it's not like a, the instant piss tests or no, something. No, like, they <laughs> might not get the results till later. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna find you. Yeah, if they're not gonna back. get the results until after the fact. Like when Brock like, got Brock, popped, Brock was dirty. He got popped after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, but that's why I was asking. Same like, difference. Why would they be worried about testing if they're not gonna get the results? Like you're gonna be out of there. You're gonna get fined. They're gonna make their money. I don't know. All right. So anyway, Oshkog, big big Josh. According to him, <laughs> he booed and heckled all three members of the women's heel faction, the Allure. Which is understandable. Um, mm-hmm. They are heels. He stated at one point, Velvet Sky even dared him to get into the ring, but did not. Uh, after Old school the trio tactics. went backstage, mm-hmm. he quickly had a security guard approach him. Later on, he said that was not a security guard. He said it was um, Velvet Sky's, not Velvet Sky, but uh, Mandy Leone's boyfriend, um, and um, Delirious. Uh, his name is Hunter. So he said he <laughs> That's funny, another walked, guy in wrestling named Hunter walked him mm. back to into a room where he was taken backstage to meet Bully Ray. Not for <laughs> autographs, not for a twenty question session with Bully Ray, but Bully Ray got in his face and demanded that he treats the women wrestlers with more respect. The quote So here's the deal. I'm gonna do it like Bully Ray. Yo, here's the deal. <laughs> You're done talking down to them, all right? You need to treat them with respect. Don't be saying anything that you wouldn't say to your mom. You got it? Bully Ray allegedly said, according to Cat. Right, whose voice was the head? Wait, why do we have Bully Ray sounding like Bob Hoskins in the Mario Brothers movie? That was like six different accents. I'm sorry. Six different Italians? Like, what would you That was one. That was Bob Hoskins playing Mario in the Mario Brothers movie. Maybe that's what that was. That that was a while. I'm going to break every bone in his body, and then I'm going to kill him. I'm really going to kill him. (laughs) Okay, that was a good uh, Good, good, good good fellas, Rand. (laughs) So he said that there was no physical altercation, and he was allowed to go back to his seat for the rest of the show. Catch retold it by saying that Mandy Leone spit on him mm-hmm. in the middle of him booing them and making comments. Now, 
I have a lot to say about this, but I don't want to say a lot, too. So I'm going to run it around the table mm-hmm. and see what y'all think. Mm-hmm. All right. One, who's to blame? Two, what should have happened? R- who's to blame? ROH is to blame, and this never should have happened. No security. Like, first off, this sounds like fake security. It, so, was, fa- it, was, fa- it was fake security. It wasn't security. It was right. one of the, one of the so, workers. Lead Booker. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not it's not paid security for the venue. So it's not somebody who really saw an incident happen and was like, oh, let's get this guy out of here. Because that's what would have happened if it was actually security sure. and sure. he would have crossed the line. Yep. Right. He would have been ejected immediately. So the fact that this was like a scare tactic means like this never should have happened. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look um, horrible for ROH. Yeah. And you got the inmates running the asylum. Like Bubba Ray's got way too much power over there. Like I said in the group chat, he's hauling national over there. He's like, <laughs> hey, I I work I and I write the stories and I'm booking the talent and and I'm running security. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, he, he put himself in the news for the wrong reason. Like all the wrong. He reason, wasn't even man. on the card. Like which is interesting. I think the dude said that he was in a was in the opening match. Oh, okay. Because that's why he, he said, said he was, was in gear. In, in gear. So yeah. that means he probably had a chain around his and neck. Yeah, he was exactly. wearing jean, gloves jean, on. Jean shorts. On. Remember when we boots. first saw Bully Ray mm-hmm. at ROH backstage, mm-hmm. sitting at that table? I mean, at the TV with those girls? And I was like, man, there go Bully Ray. But we didn't go over there. I think I went and said one thing to him and we walked away. Because he right. did look intimidating. He wasn't even standing really, up. He was sitting down. It's an intimidating looking cat. Like, right. so, regardless. So if he's, he's coming down on you for something that you did or didn't do, to his significant other? So it looks like... Nah, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It shouldn't have happened. This is a security matter, not, oh, they, they, they're they talking about my girlfriend out there. Let me go do something about it. Right. This is the business. Like, Cause unfortunately... Because then, if, skin, something, buddy. if something happened back there and it get physical... Like, that's, someone said, like, what if this guy was a big guy? What if this guy looked like one of us? Uh-huh. And he pulled him backstage with a bully. pulling us back there to say shit Probably to Probably wouldn't. And then we're in the, And then what if we don't take kindly to that? No, like, well, yo, who exactly. are you? Yeah, I wouldn't take kindly like to him. Like, like, if she would have came. Like, if you would have been like, and? Yeah, what? Like, what you going to do you about know, it? You what you going to do? You going to beat me up? You get a, a, and now a, a, a you got a lawsuit. A, a, a legit fight backstage right. with Bully Ray. Like, you're in the actual fight. What are you talking about? Right. Right. You'll bankrupt the whole company. It could have been right. really bad. Like Assuming you don't get stomped out by everybody in the back that sees well, you fighting there. Like, you the boys are going to beat your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but I'm but saying, still, but after that, you're going to have a lawsuit on everything. It's going to be Oshkosh Bagosh OH. That's what it's going to be called. Oshkosh Big Josh OH. R.O. Josh? Josh. <laughs> this is honestly Yo. like just reading this. This is just an. I'm not. A, I was never really f- super familiar with ROH to begin with. This is another blemish in a in, in a very short amount of time yeah. of them just dropping the ball, handling things terribly, not doing the right thing, and it's just it looks bad on the company. Period. There, there was no situation. Yeah, but they he, got Jay Lethal though. So. Yeah, <laughs> they got Jay Lethal, but what else? Jeff Cobb, and they got yeah, Jeff Cobb. Yes, yeah, they got some good, good boys. Well, no, Briscoe, I would say because Earl, the Briscoes. But when we were talent. there, the black guy who was there said that there was not enough black people on the roster at ROH. Remember yeah. when we were there, Kenny King. So I feel like if they lose um, Jay Lethal, because he's the franchise, he's, he's never left. To he's he's never left anywhere. ROH. He's not, Jay's going, not going, going nowhere. If they, if he was to lose, then they would sink. He's not going anywhere. I honestly, their biggest star. I don't think he's their biggest star anymore. He was who at is, one point. He who was is their out of curiosity? Draw. I think Marty Maybe is. Marty now. Marty's is he full-time ROH is though? Is he full-time no, ROH? No, he's, he's sharing with New Japan. Mm-hmm. But ROH is all they guys with New Japan. They yeah. have like that whole cross-branded I thing. think he's the most over. 
he probably sells the most merch. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, just all the ties that he had and stuff coming into their Bullet Club and now his own stuff. They better hold on to him. I think if they lose him, it's a wrap. Like, they better hold on to Martin. Like, with everything they got, throw the, throw the back the Brinks truck up at his house. <laughs> I know. Because if Tony he goes Khan to AEW, oh, he definitely <laughs> yeah, does. Tony Khan's got more bread, so. But then he's like, but he can, but they can offer Marty more. They can be like, let's sure. Man, world mm-hmm. championship run, like, whatever you need. Well, not even that. He And they'll also allow him to work for both companies. Yeah. AEW and, and New Japan don't have a working relationship right now, so. That's true. He's so got you more still options. still want to go to Japan. You still want to be the man out there. Yeah, but I think it's kind of like, um. Mm-hmm. They got a working relationship with AAA, which I, which the Mexican promotion is is crazy. I think it's kind of oh, just you know no pun intended, but like Marty wanted to go spread his wings somewhere else from underneath the elite, you know, <laughs> right. and under that banner, like yeah, he got to shine on his own before yeah. he you know comes back. Um, Kenny did say, and I remember Kenny, Kenny Omega said mm-hmm. it won't feel quite right at until, AW until his- the whole crew. Is here. Mm. So you think if uh, I'm sure they trying? You think if Vince were to throw the bag at Marty Scroll, Marty Scroll would go to WWE over AEW for 205 for the bag? Nah. <laughs> who, who says he's going to 205? <laughs> I think would. I think he can. I mean, about... I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me, but if, I, I could see Vince throwing the bag at him though. Um, I think he would. I, I think Marty would. Um, I don't think it'll work. Nah, I think Marty probably, probably, it probably wouldn't work anyway. But I'm just, I'm Mar- just saying for the just the fact that Vince could throw the bag. at him. I don't him. know Marty personally like to know. If he's a money hungry person or something like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like loyalty wise, he would want to bring like villain enterprise, and I don't think Vince want those guys. Right. Mm. Yeah. Not to mention that his whole character is is very, 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 very creative. All the references to like the dark penguin type stuff. Dude, like, I, I saw him want... building his own wings. Yeah. Like he you know was doing his own gear. Like that's yeah, not stuff that WWE that is going to yeah, let do. They're going to tone down his entrance like and, and just can't see, be breaking fingers. And you know? just <laughs> seeing how people just seeing how people relax uh, I mean, excuse me, react to him like I was in that building with y'all, you know, front and center mm-hmm. at uh at the ROH New Japan uh show in the Madison Square Garden like mm-hmm. seeing I didn't I didn't realize how big he, I knew how big he was in the Bullet Club, but I didn't realize how big he was on his own until that music hit and it's the EDM with the mm-hmm. whoop whoop and the whole crowd. Well, because is Marty is the over. Marty is the it's only like, one who still has like the the Bullet Club remnants still over him, like his the colors, yeah. the theme Billy music Club that he shirts. had, all of that stuff is still. The same when he was with Bullet Club, so yeah, he's man. still like all the Bullet Club fans still love. That's a good point. Yeah. Him. He's still re- he's still a, a he very got a very classic finisher. Like he's using a Bob Backlund crossface chicken, wing, chicken you wing. You know what I mean? And he got the chicken wing over. Like people yeah. yell chicken wing when he yeah. does it. Like that's big. Bob Backlund all over again. Crazy. So shout out to Marty. I don't know. All right, my take before yeah. we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know exactly what this dude said. Yep, because I feel like. He's going to tell his side of the story. Oh, well, I said some typical, you know, fan stuff. But Bubba was too clean. His side of the story, his take yeah. was too clean. It's too clean. Like, mm. so then he Like, got, oh, I'm just protecting women. He, yeah, it was like, oh, now I'm the white knight. I'm just protecting women. <laughs> women are, you know, women are a treasure. Nah, <laughs> women can protect themselves. It's wrestling. He didn't, he didn't assault them. Like, so anyway, I don't know what he said. 
And if he said something that deserved getting spat on, that there's no, there's nothing you can probably say that deserves that. So yeah, nah. We talked about that on Monday about someone spitting on you being like, like the that's worst considered thing. You assault. Can, it is assault. Yeah, it's yeah. assault because you can spread diseases. And I'm pressing them charges. I mean, like if, so if I'll you be like, spit oh, on you somebody, sued. then that means that he had to say something foul, something dirty, something that which I don't think he did. That. I don't so believe he really out of did. The, completely out of yeah. the ordinary. I don't and believe he was did. kids around, so maybe he was a little vulgar. But it doesn't. No, it doesn't call getting spit on. Like you spit on me, you about to pay. Nah, the only way that it would be okay. The only way that I could see where. Would be okay that she spit on him as if if he called her like a c u n t or like really like was Why really degrading worse than man. the b word. I don't like females. saying see you next Tuesday, it bro. It's he, the worst, man. Here's my. Word. Here's I don't my even like saying it. it. It's a horrible word, dog. <laughs> it's a terrible word. You don't man. like saying cuntilingus. Hey, not even the same thing, there, <laughs> sir. The here's word. my thing about it. Any anybody that agrees with bully Ray's actions. Clearly has never been to an indie show, like not not like ROH. We're talking like indie indie show. If you see the type of stuff that that not only gets told to female hmm. stars, but that the female yeah, stars will say back, but then still take a picture with these people at the <laughs> end of the thing. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that drastic at a wrestling show where it would constitute someone like, literally pulling you backstage like, yeah. just to try to ham you up. Like we've been saying mm. this whole time, if it was really a security issue, security would just throw him throw out of the building. So like that, was some, like that was some scare tactic type stuff. If 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 you ask me my opinion, because I don't have any direct allegiance to Billy uh, Bully Ray, if you ask me to my opinion, I think low-key he might be sleeping with every last one of them. And <laughs> that he might just be oh let me protect the ladies. That's a hot take right I, there. That's a hot take. Let me protect the ladies because then, then I get I the feel night like of the round table look. Like, it's that whole you know even if he's not bullshit, it's man. the the um you know the 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 pick me mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like no no look what I did to protect y'all. So right and you and know, it's funny because you know holla I'm better than most of these guys because they wouldn't have done that. <laughs> It's you know, funny because right, on like, Twitter, what? people were saying to um, Bully High Ray, like, dude, you said and done worse stuff than this in ECW. So that was what was yeah. also funny. It's like, yeah. this guy I is from ECW God. where they beat fans up. So, Fam. you know. They would, like, cuss at you in front of your Maybe kids. he got, he, he had, like, a flashback when he pulled the guy back. Said, oh, this is ECW days. I can whoop your ass if right, I want to. that's what I'm thinking. Like, you think you're trying to run <laughs> ROH like ECW? No, bro. I'm going to say, first I was like, that. what did he say? Like, I need to know. But then I was like, you know what? It's not, there's nothing really you could say that would deserve that. Uh, they should have let the, let the, let security handle it. <laughs> Bro, you you out of your thirty dollars or whatever you spent to be here, like you yeah. out. That's it. The crazy part is like Are you with some people, you yeah. gonna have to wait on them. The crazy part <laughs> is going just back to kind of like just to put a button on this. Yeah, you imagine if say that dude, like we were saying, say that dude would have been more like, nah, you know what? You know, you, you confront me, he confronts them yeah. back. You what imagine you if that would have popped off and a yeah. fight takes place so backstage. Bad. But again, there may not be the more word, ROH. His word and that guy's word, but still, like a lawsuit That's a blemish. Coming. That's bad. That's a major blemish. Yeah. And how are we going to clean up a lawsuit? You can you could be on Bully Ray's side all day till you blue in the face, but when the papers come out, <laughs> nothing you can say. Yeah, so I hope- ROH would denounce Bully Ray if some lawsuits pop Oh, yeah, off. they'd be like, no, that's a specific situation with Mark, it was an isolated <laughs> right. It was an isolated incident. Put we his had name on the to top of that. that. Yeah, he he acted on his own volition. Uh, but anyway, so real quick, this is a, a fast one. Our second point is uh, Gene. 
Actually, there's a lot because a quick one is that there was a little more fallout from his Talk is Jericho interview. Now, Real quick, I'll get into that. There's a rumor that came through on Reddit. I don't know who posted it. I hate when stuff comes through with no source. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. And I don't even, yeah. even want to repeat it. Super but sure. but I guess I got to repeat it. <laughs> they say, and you can look it up. He said, oh, I found out the the actual uh, thing that he said about Roman or that, that Vince wanted him to say oh, about Roman. Oh, yes. And I didn't. And Jericho has a big mouth, and he repeated it at Double or Nothing a bunch of times with people. No proof. Right. No, you heard no it from source. Who? No nothing. I don't like it. So I'm not even going to repeat it. You can go look that up on Reddit if you want. But some good John Moxley news happened, and it was. Are you ready? I have a, uh, yeah, it's just a clip from afterwards. Is it a clip with yeah, some it, English? It, or? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got some, some English in it. A thing happened in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, you know that John Moxley had a, a U.S. title match against Juice. And, juice, uh, juice. It was uh, a freshly shaven in Juice Robinson, apparently. Oh, he shaved. Yeah, he, he, was he, was he was dreadless. What? Apparently, that was a thing. I didn't know till this cut morning. The dreads. Yeah. So let's just. This is wow. this is Dean. Or excuse me, Gene. I mean John. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hey, Dean, Gene, John. We just I, call him Gene. I think we found the Gene key to him. Called? I think we found the key to him winning titles. Don't wear jeans. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he, he was, was wearing. Sh- he was wearing shorts. He, he was, was in like short tights. Yeah. It was kind of awkward. He's in wrestling gear. A little awkward. All right. Well. This maybe he happened. had to, maybe he got? had to rip away jeans on. You can't hear it. They're probably. Oh, I heard him say the MF congratulations. Word. <laughs> he did drop a mother of our. He did. Uh, so I think he said congratulations, John yeah. Moxley, for winning. Mm-hmm. Um, new U.S. champ. Yeah. Uh, the first person. One note. One U.S. Note. championship in, in New Japan is garbage. That <laughs> belt has been on so many people. Mm-hmm. Like. It's like they just swap swap it every It's like months. the WWE US title. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, I guess it which is, is also trash. It looks but better though. But maybe the, he this brings, belt looks so dope. Oh well, yeah, I remember when they but they um, throw it on any hot American. And when like, they introduce the Kenny, who's the white belt. guy? Didn't Kenny win it first when they Kenny introduced the, the new one? one. Yeah. yeah, it's always who's the hot guy, Jin. They're like, all right, who's the hot American who's who's popping on the internet? Well, you know that's why it's the US title. That's whack. But maybe he brings relevance to to the belt by first of all being the first person to win the WWE US Championship mm-hmm. and the IWGP US Championship. You feel like ever. he would bring more relevance than Kenny? We said Kenny was the first. I mean, Kenny listen, was the first with, all, listen with, with all due respect to Mr. Omega, shout out to him. Maybe it's just a certain edge because it's the US title. Uh, Kenny Omega, his character's not like edgy. It's a it's a great it's a great mm-hmm. persona, but it's not an edgy character. United States audiences, people still want it to be the freaking attitude era. Wait, but so hold on. Moxley, did um did um what's his name when it when he left? Who? Why well, I can't think of his name right now. Oh. Stardust. Oh, Cody. Cody, didn't he win it also? <laughs> Stardust. I don't know. First did thing he? you thought about? I'm saying because when he left and went over to New Japan, he won like everything. I thought like he came over there and just started. He did win it. Look at the yeah. champs. He was Kenny the real Omega, <laughs> July. He was the real cleaner. <laughs> Kenny Omega, July. Jay White, January. So mm. six months later. Switchblade. Juice Robinson, July. Mm. Cody, September. Yeah, okay. Juice, mm. January. So, mm. And then John Moxley, June. Every three to five months, this thing changes hands, and it's a hot American, whoever they think is about to pop off. Hmm. So uh, I thought I thought Jericho had it. No, no, Jericho had the Intercontinental. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know they okay. had to give him that. That's what he's so famous for. So it's cool. And um, John Moxley hopefully will will 
be bringing that belt to like all of these other like AEW appearances. So that'll be cool to see. But I'm just like, man. They just like who's they like who will get it some props and then boom. Betting on yourself. That's all it's about. Works every time. You know what you wanted to do. I'm not saying it's funny because I'm not saying that everybody can do it. Everybody can't do it. Everybody can bet on themselves, but that don't mean that that bet is going to pay off. But Mm -hmm. right. Like some of these dudes, like just the ones who you didn't see do it, like y'all said, like oh boy who won it, and then um, and then him winning it is like who even knew that he was going over to New Japan having a match? He said that he he's kept it real low that they had like something going on where mm-hmm. somebody was stalking Juice Robinson, right. but they were keeping it a secret, and it was him. And then they let it out, and he wanted to wait until the AEW event before um, they let it out because they didn't want to take no steam away. That right. was nice of them. But, yeah, if he can bring that over to AEW, like AEW got the working relationship with New Japan. That would be cool, man. Just like like Rock said over here, um, already better than this WWE run. Man. You know? (laughs) At least the last six to eight months. It's already more impactful. So good. So shout out to Mox. Good stuff. All right, next he's, up, he's wait, got wait, Moxie. Real quick, did you okay. see? Did you see? <laughs> he's the, got Moxie. Did you see the new double arm DDT? The the depth of DD Dirty. No. <laughs> oh, he's he, got a new the move. De- he did the, the Dirty Dirty that got it's, kicked out of. It's basically a Dirty Deeds, but instead he lifted Juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, he lifted him. So it's a double arm, like even flow. Uh, so yeah, almost like an impaler. Double arm, double arm impaler. Impaler, yeah, because he's he you up. Yeah, yeah the impaler. Okay, he, yeah, he picked him up and dropped him. The the deaf right. So yeah, I heard somebody Ooh, say that because yeah. Juice kicked out of the dirty deeds, and they were like, "Oh, you know how protected that move was in WWE." Okay. So, so then he had to pick it up and do it again. Got him with it like that. Okay, it was hard. That's dope storytelling. And he was in wrestling. That's what New Japan does. They give you storytelling. That was great. All right, so uh, this past weekend, NXT TakeOver 25 went down. (laughs) Um, I'm going to run around the table. We're not going match by match. There were definitely some moments. So if you can go around the table, if you saw it, I'll say G1. You got a moment? What's the moment out of that that you you take home the the biggest? The the winning moment of the NXT championship match between Adam Cole, Bebe, and Mm -hmm. Johnny Gargano, like, First of all, great storytelling about, you know, still the the knee being out and everything on Johnny Gargano's part. So that knee gave out. Adam went back up there for what was his third uh, Panama Sunrise. So he hits the Panama Sunrise, and then while he's on his knee, bow with the last shot to the back of the head. I thought that was the coldest winning combination mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. that was so dope. G1, I know you a big um, Adam Cole fan. Undisputed era, but how do you also feel about the fact that, like, that was Johnny Gargano's first defense and he lost on his first defense? As long as it's taking Johnny Gargano to get that title, he Shout lost it on his Novelist. first defense. Novelist had a lot to say about that. He's like, Literally, because he, he's a Johnny Gargano guy. He's like, mm-hmm. Gargano's been the best to him, best guy in NXT probably ever. Yeah, that's True. why he hasn't like, left yet. He's anchored that company. Mr. NXT finally gets the title and then loses it first defense. Any thoughts, G1? <laughs> so, yeah, you're absolutely right. I do feel that Johnny is definitely Mr. NXT. Maybe there's maybe there's methods to the madness of it all. Maybe this sets up more because they yeah, that's what I'm saying. They fought each other before, so it's not it's not to say that the next time they fight, Gargano may may not get it back. I I think this is really gonna set up like one I mean, of the but greatest. You know, we feuds. saw like Gargano and Champa so much, so you think like they're gonna, they're ready to feud him with Gargano Adam Cole. and Cole is gonna be five I times think be better. Great. 
I think I think it's going to be dope because Cole. It, what makes what makes this special is that Tommaso Ciampa didn't have a faction. Cole has right. a whole faction. So this sets Just up dissension really, in the ranks. Though. That's what I'm saying. But it, it it really sets up some great stuff. Ooh. It's almost like he can have to you know fight his way through the squad to get yeah, back up. Yeah, man. You know? Like it's a for lot real. It's gonna it. it's gonna be a lot of undisputed. You know how I feel about the whole group. It's gonna be a lot of yeah. undisputed era jumpings. <laughs> <laughs> in that team. That's what I hope they man- maintain. Adam Cole and, and undisputed era as heels. Like, yeah, man. So what if he's super popular? Like, still do heel stuff because you still got your squad. Jump people, cheat the win. They need need to help them win to keep that belt. I I agree. I want them to do that because that's what they fell off with 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 AJ and the club when they brought them together over in WWE. It's like AJ was popular. The club, they was doing heel shit. I remember, like, the beat-up John Cena stuff. Beat-up John Cena. Exactly. It was cool. It was having fun, but then they didn't want – Right, because they didn't want him to be a heel. Right. Like, let them stay heel. Like, this Undisputed Era is heels. So what if they're popular? Just let them keep doing heels. Boom. Boom. So, also, my moment is not that. It's actually Street Profits. Oh, good, because I have that queued up. (laughs) Yes. I got that queued. That got me emotional. I walked in on the end of it, but I – their first time finally being on TakeOver, working so hard for years. Like, uh, shout out to those dudes, man. And it was a dope match. Angelo Dawkins. Running. Montez. Oh, this is it. This is a chance for the Forgotten Sons. Watch out. You may see daylight. Five <laughs> For those of y'all that didn't see the event, Montez Ford jumped from the... Top rope. Yep. To uh, the onto the, to ladder the ladder while it was standing, while uh, one of the members of the Forgotten Sons was on mm. there, punched him off, pushed him off, and grabbed the belts like it was. Yeah, he knocked down. He, he knocked down Jax Teller. Clay was on the outside looking confused because the Sons was losing. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. It was a great match. You only you only get one chance to get that right, and it's like he nailed it. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, so good. man, it's a great so, win. That was phenomenal. Them, that was awesome. I'm looking at like pictures. All of their family was there backstage. Oh, Everybody, did you see that? The, like, the montage of like the nine photos of like both all of them together. So the kids. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I got I love really it. emotional. Love Montez and Bianca look so good together. That's a good. Yeah, that's a great right couple. Right yeah. No doubt. Shout out to Street Profits. They deserve it. Double um, cups. I don't feel like there was Dude, a bad match on the it. card, to be honest with you. Really I think was. TakeOver was what it always is, an amazing show top to bottom. So let's yeah, break it I'm down. Gonna say, um, yeah, what's the match of the night? Not well, match of the night, but I was going to say like my moment was going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Moment. Um, fucking. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Nah. Um. Velveteen Dream and um, oh, Ooh, Tyler, Dream Breeze. And Breeze. And Tyler Breeze. Dream and Breeze. That's what I was trying to think. Welcome back the to NXT that, Breeze. Well, yeah, he's been coming back for a while. Like, he keeps popping up, but it's like, man, he I just can't, for a minute he they can't might leave give NXT to alone. The game needs him. Like, <laughs> he, like, and he can still go, man. Like, that was that a great match. Amazing. He, and he, like, he don't have matches like that in WWE. You know, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's played as a joke in, in the bigger companies. But when he goes back down there, and then it's like, also... Like, Velveteen is another one. Like, Velveteen is a heel. Like, mm-hmm. you and know. one with some heels. Tactics. Right, but people, but he's a heel that's popular. And mm-hmm. it's like, people forget, like, nah, Velveteen is a heel. Just because he's doing stuff that we want to see him do in the ring mm-hmm. doesn't make him any less of a heel. So, yeah, like, he was getting ready to hit him with the belt. 
Mm-hmm. And he took the belt from him, like, nah, like, <laughs> like that's not what we do around here. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he took the match. selfie with his, he, he took the selfie with his took phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Took the selfie with, and then he took the selfie together the at selfie the together end of the match, end. and then he like waved them off, like, ah, right, you got what you wanted. Like, I ain't kid. <laughs> I'm the champ. Don't forget. That right. Was so I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a program with them too, like oh, for this to not just be a one off. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Nah. Perfect. Um, the, so let me go around the table. Simple yes or no. Let's go. I don't need why. I don't need a but. Yes. Simple yes or no around the table. Was takeover better than double or nothing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes or no. Yes or no. That's a yes. Come on, bro. That's a yes. Don't, don't it's, be it's, mad. It's, you got to admit it. It's NXT. They the only thing competing with AEW. So that's a yes from G1. Yo, but it's because they so far ahead of the game. Like, this is NXT 25. Like, let's understand. Like, this is AEW's first event. Their second, if you want to count all in. But they got to get used to the team that they got together and putting on NXT is the only brand in WWE that still puts on wrestling shows. Exactly. It's a wrestling show. And yeah, but just like people said online, like, NXT takeovers have constantly killed it. Yes. There's never really been a bad one. That's true. That's true. They, so they got to catch up. Right. They're on a road. They're not going to drop the ball. They know what they're doing. They, they've perfected the game that they play in. They have. Give, give AEW a chance to catch up. Yeah. It get was a, so Get a few hard, TV though. shows in, some TV tapings. <laughs> it was fire, man. It was get some fire. Get some storylines built up, and then we'll of course, see what we happens know, I, on there. I, I, believe we're, I believe eventually, as time goes on, we're going to see pay-per-views that caliber in AEW. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll I'm not there. denying that, but absolutely right. Give credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. This is NXT TakeOver 25. You got a roster of some monsters, and they yep. went in there and did they damn thing. Right, and Shout this was out. fucking developmental territory. Like, NXT yeah. is so much better than the main And took on a life stuff. of their own as developmental Because well, it's territory. wrestling. It's the stuff that's for us, it's the wrestling. wrestling fans. It's just yeah. wrestling. There was no, like... Out of the you know out of extracurricular, it's it was like just mid, wrestling. It's like mid south back in the day, like you, it was, yeah. that was wrestling. Yeah, it's man. like this is giving wrestling. good wrestling with a hot crowd and just yeah. let them go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Trips for making a making a, another good show. Uh, so he this happened. NXT, company. NXT, now we move on NXT. to the other show. Uh, the so other guys. There is a show that happens on Monday. It's called Raw. Um, Man, I got one highlight. Feeling Raw, watching it. Brock, Brock Lesnar <laughs> destroying Seth Rollins. Hitting God. him with chair shots at his back until he started bleeding out of his back. Like, that was crazy. That was crazy. I ain't seen him like that in a long time. He beat his ass for a good, like, three minutes, and Paul Heyman was like, you going to cash in? And Brock was like, no. Nah. I just wanted to kill him, show him I could do it. And that was and that was dope so, also. I don't know if that was dope. That doesn't make sense. No, I want to go to Jeddah. I want to fly it for 18 hours to Saudi. Blood to, money, man. To then cash in. I don't want to do it now. So I guess. Well, I don't like the storyline. Does that make sense for Brock? Because yeah, let me go cash in, so make money there. I hate the I whole so. um, plan cash in. Like the fact yeah. that I was. Seeing, yeah, I don't like that The either. fact that yeah, I was no. seeing tweets and announcements like Brock is cashing in tonight. Like, why do you know that? Like the briefcase is supposed to They're be just doing that to make people ca- watch. I know, That's but what I'm, I'm saying. just saying, like, mm-hmm. to know that that don't. 
it's more exciting if you're watching and then it's like, oh, Brock wasn't planning to be here. Oh, here's right. Brock and he's cashing in. But the ratings suck, so they got to do something. Right. Yeah, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, like Brock you know. Lesnar will cash in tonight, and then it turns out he don't. Right. What so, happened to somebody like surprise cashing in at a pay per view or something? Like, we're I just going to. We just signing contracts it's, now for matches. Over. Like, yeah. here's the briefcase. Well, when, you're Brock, when you're Brock Lesnar, yeah, you do sign contracts for matches, for matches, and then you just come and go as you please. Right, right, right. Must be nice. Is Brock going to win it in Saudi? Does he win? No. I think I don't think he's gonna cash in there. He's gonna try to and something's gonna happen. He's just gonna show up in what Boren Corbin, Corbin's gonna score. Corbin's gonna score. Corbin's, Corbin's fighting Seth oh, right now. That's, that's the match. Forget. Corbin which is wants a terrible match. He wants the title too. Yeah. So I feel like he he's gonna screw him up. Match. What's a better alternative, Brock Lesnar winning the universal title or Baron Corbin? <laughs> I say Baron Corbin. Do I have to take one of them? The funny Your silence said everything, bro. That's the answer hey. right there. They're both you know horrible what? options. I'd rather see Baron. And here's you'll why. see the belt because you'll see the title yeah. every week. Absolutely. Yep. And we have a legit heel that we would hate. He's a super having the title. Oh, he would, would get booed pissed. for five minutes in the ring. Fans he wouldn't would even so get a mad. word out. Yep. I think it would be. It so would be good. like Champa. Yo, in but but the funny thing that I heard is that someone someone said. Brock didn't cash in because if he cashed in, he knew he would have to fight Baron Corbin in Saudi, <laughs> and he doesn't want that match. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. That's not a big money match for Brock. That's so bad. He's not going to take that match. I get it. He's not traveling there for nothing. But I think I think if you heard this music and you saw Baron Corbin Your coming fellow out bald brother. with the title. <laughs> I'm glad he let it go. That's mega heat, bro. His headline was in heat. the middle of his shit. Oh, yeah, oh, his man. theme song as a, with, with him as a champ. It's great, mega great heat. heel champ. And this music's great. So, mega heat, dude. I would I'll be all about man, it. Man, he only got heat because he looked like a fucking maitre d' or a damn <laughs> like a bar Apple, <laughs> a Applebee's server. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me get those two for 15 apps, Charles. He like so, he working part-time at Applebee's and he looked like his, he looked like his vest is missing some flair. <laughs> Some extra pieces of flair. urban art tattoo here. What did he used to wrestle? Did he used to wrestle in was it pants or was it shorts? No, no those tight pants. They was like no uh, tights. They were like the weird tight pants. pants that would hang off like his, under his belly button. Okay, they were like almost no. They was like, like camouflage and stuff. He would wear. Yeah, yeah. He That's back when he had hair, pants. right? When he had hair, he had the yeah. long hair. And he yeah. was wearing his That's shirt. Back when you might as well call it a ponytail because it was literally yeah. in the middle of his. I think I think Vince or he somebody a, like horseshoe. They didn't like his physique. At the top, they thought like he had a funny looking like <laughs> body or body. So you they, know, they dressed him up. He had was he good in NXT? He had the Sherman Helmsley up top. <laughs> he was G one. Was he good in NXT? Was, was Baron Corbin good? He in was NXT? like the top heel for like he was two definitely, years. He was okay. definitely the top heel in NXT because yeah. what they were doing was he they were. Uh, I don't think he made champ. Was his name were, Baron Corbin when he was in yeah, NXT? Because yeah, yeah. I know they changed people's no, names no, no, around. He was, all the time. They just did that recently. Corbin. He had been there the longest oh, before he came up. Um, Punishment the, Martinez is now Damian Priest. The only yeah, one that's the only yeah, one that I dope, he, he, he had to change. The it, only name that I saw that I, I recognized, and it's not because I like the guy, is because his name is ridiculous. At Buden Hosen Hausen Holden Bugenhagen. His Bugenhagen. That's not his name no more. Wait, what is it? They just changed it. Oh, they changed his name. About time. The air guitar dude? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, let me, let me wow. Wait, who is that? Eric Bo- Bo- the, the guitar dude. Air <laughs> Eric, guitar guy. Eric Bugenhagen. He's an NXT dude. I don't think he's been on a, he hasn't been oh, on okay. a takeover yet. He's, he's an NXT yeah. dude. I don't know him. Yeah, he just does air guitar in the ring for a long time. Okay. That's his thing. It, I mean, so it's cool, but 
Thank God they changed his name. Okay. The name was weird. Because Boogenhagen sounded like from a, Final Fantasy. Boogenhagen <laughs> sounded like a yeah, damn here we Kama go. Sutra. Trevor Lee and Eric Boogenhagen undergo name changes. So let me see <laughs> what his new name is. Oh, yeah, because Trevor Lee's on it. Uh, he's, he's in NXT now. I forgot about that. Oh, these are the ones right here. So Adrian Jayode is now Arturo Ruiz. Jesse Elaban is now Jesse Kamea. Luke Menzies uh, is now Rich Holland. Names easier. Eric Boogenhagen is now Rick Boogus. Okay. Rick Boogus. They might as well have called him Rick Boogie. I hate wrestling, man. This is, this Rick names Boogus. like this is why that I hate wrestling. This is, why, this is why Stone Cold Bogus. just made up his own name. Rick why Bogus. Do that? Rick Boogus. I thought the dude was getting over with that air guitar. Dumb he's still going to do it. It's the he's name that people, it. they're like, oh, he's not, people aren't going to pronounce this They right. can't say Boogenhagen correct? I mean, I can't say it, so right. who am I to talk? <laughs> what did you say they changed Punishment's name to? Damien West. Damien Priest. They did some promos for him during the 25. Elias got a name change, too. Looking forward to him coming out. Hell yeah. Yeah, remember Elias was Elias Samson. He was Damon Sandoff at the beginning. <laughs> Early on, he was Damon Sandoff. his career. <laughs> and then he got rebranded as Elias. So. Oh, gosh. All right. So, also. <laughs> Have they ever been in the same room together? Can you dispel that? No, rumor? they don't work for the same company. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's the same thing with Corey Feldman and Skrillex. Until I see them in the same room together, I'm convinced of the same person. It it's be. the same thing with me and the Gold Ranger. All right, G one, just 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 sit there, G one. Ah, whatever. That's a strange. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking right, about. So. That's just me being me. <laughs> you know, whatever, okay. Rock. So here we are. I'm giving you something to hate on openly. What's what's next on the program? <laughs> on the docket. <laughs> oh Let's do God. It. All right. I didn't get to see it, but I heard I that the, the WWE 24 on Ronda Rousey was really good. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen um, it either yet. Check it out. Um, but yes, I would recommend everybody check it out. We don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it. Because we all didn't see go it. Go watch but it. <laughs> um, Ronda Rousey, WWE 24 does can, good jobs. Goldberg and Undertaker faced off on SmackDown. Okay. 20 years too late. Here's the thing what they did <laughs> that was cool. This was the first time Goldberg was ever on SmackDown. Yes, it was. Because he's Facts. always been a raw guy. Yep. Um, so they, they were able to sell it as a big event. Um Seeing them in the ring, did you feel anything at all? Like the picture of them together, did Und- you feel anything? Like Undertaker's yeah. old, Ger- Goldberg yeah. is old. You, nah. No, but Taker looks worse. Too old Taker. man. Taker looks worse than Goldberg. Looks like a, a normal old, like old guy. Taker guy. looks like a dude that's like holding on to like a couple threads of yeah. hair. Like. I mean, Goldberg still looked like he could do security or something. Like he was, <laughs> if he was the doorman, like I'd be like, okay, man. Goldberg. Like, <laughs> all right, let me ask Goldberg you guys this. <laughs> Question for the room. Question for the room. And I don't think this is going to happen, but I I want the over under. Does The Undertaker get jackhammered in Saudi Arabia? He better. Yes. Yes. He got to sit up from it. I'm just saying, does it happen? He got to take it and he got to sit up. We need a large man, dog. So so you're saying Undertaker goes over? I don't know who wins that match. No, I'm asking because he just said sit up no, from the jackhammer. Sit up, he got to take two of them. Oh, he's going to take two. But remember, okay. you're talking about because I think the Goldberg's getting a, put over. Gave a jackhammer. to I don't think Goldberg would have came back to lose. So Goldberg. So, I mean, he lost last Undertaker. time. He, he, I mean, it's Saudi money. money. Who the Saudis want to see win? They want Undertaker. Brock Lesnar, probably. <laughs> you never. We don't know because Goldberg ain't been out there. I can see what they you just Goldberg, said though. Him getting jackhammered and then getting set up. I feel like he should get jackhammered. Sit up and then get speared and then get jackhammered. Then sit up and then get another <laughs> jackhammer. What is Kane gonna run in and save his brother? He need to get speared like think, eighty times though. That, I just, is that I just match hope the that, last match of this card probably right. I just hope he got enough um, steroids. I don't up know. In his knees I don't know what the main to, event is for him to work this is match. Is the Universal Title the main event? Is no, it Taker? I think that's the main event, bro. The old men is the main event. So I think because <laughs> the they only gonna go three minutes. I think it's, it's not gonna be a long. <laughs> and match. they are gonna be gassed. It's not gonna be a long match, which I think is good. I think it's gonna be. I mean. Goldberg, He's probably gonna start out with a spear. Right, Goldberg could end it like he did. Brock in a quick match. A la Brock Lesnar at Survivor mm-hmm. Series, yeah, yeah. quick and easy in thirty seconds. 
but it'll go at least three minutes. Or he could just <laughs> run up on Undertaker and he could just grab him by the neck and just choke slam him. Or real what quick. if somebody, <laughs> what if somebody runs in causing shenanigans and then the Taker and then Goldberg team up and destroy that person? Just a Who? thought. Mm. I don't know. Who would it be? Triple H. Man. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. The Rock. Mankind. Yeah. Lars Sullivan after he gets done darting the Lucha, the Lucha House Bros uh, or party. Paul Bear. You can't you wow. can't interrupt a, a so called dream match. So is maybe somebody gonna bring the urn out? Bully oh. Ray comes back with all the Can girls. We? Undertaker, <laughs> the Undertaker. Bubba Ray Dudley and then all the girls come out with the glasses. Ray Wyatt on. comes out. Hey, hey, hey Five Fun hey. House knocks them both down. Boom! Hey. And smiles in the ring like. There you go. Great that segment to the Firefly go. Fun Talk. That would be, hey, that would be well, hard. I, I, Imagine I, them using new talent or using young talent, like putting over new talent yo. at the expense of veteran talent. That yeah. would never happen. Well, you remember I told you that they should have just had um, Bray win Money in the Bank. That would have been dope. Because I was like, how are they going to tie him? Doing these, these like segments still? These vignettes still. Yeah, but I mean, it's, the vignettes is doing good. The funny thing about what these vignettes that we're talking about now is that they putting out a shirt after every one, so now it's now it's a Bray Wyatt gym shirt. So, it's not, so, so what you're saying is this gym, gimmick Wyatt isn't gym. going away anytime soon. No, I liked it. I, I like how it's like, no, but it's having fun. I like. He's him. still a sick, sadistic guy, but mm-hmm. he's like trying to be good. So it's like he almost says like follow the buzzers right. like during it. Th- or I love that. Is he like, a sick, really sadistic good. dude who's playing like he's good? Right. Like we don't really know it if he's good. Trying to hold the bad side back, or if he's just bad and just playing a game. I don't but know what that is. I think Gridman. Um, but you said, did you not see I, it, or you just don't like him? I don't like the gimmick, so I don't pay. Like I don't pay attention okay. to it. So it's so, not. It's not. So I want to see talking. him in the ring because he looks great. He's in great shape. Yeah, he's in great shape. I want to see him in the ring though. It was funny that he had the the husky hog or whatever. On there, playing off his Husky Harris character. Was that his original gimmick name or whatever? Yeah, he was Husky okay. Harris. Okay. So that's what that was. And then that's when he was t- talking, such a wrestling name. When he was talking to the um, to the pig and saying, "Yeah, one day they're gonna say you're a genius. One yeah. day they're gonna say you're gonna have the world in your hands." And like turned and winked at the camera. Um, it's like all the tongue and cheek stuff that he's doing. Like you would have to like maybe be a fan or follow what he's done throughout his career to kind of like get some of the so stuff. So something is going to happen to turn him in, in these vignettes, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then it'll flip him all the way. Like yeah. he'll remember and then I mean, you gotta, you gotta give it up to the Vince McMahon devil puppet. <laughs> Did you see that? I saw the I saw a photo of it online. I that chuckled. Cool. I, I chuckled. He's like, oh, I gotta get together you're fired. <laughs> that was dope. Alright, moving forward. We're over an hour. We're gonna, we're gonna speed rush through these through. Um, Saudi Money. Man Does anybody watch Saudi Money? I'm watching it for actually two matches now that I saw the card. All right, what's the team? He got that Saudi the, Money. Uh, one of the matches is Kofi and Dolph. All right. That should be yeah, great. That's going to be a barn burner. The one that I really care about, though, is Finn Balor and Andrade. Absolutely. The, the that's going to be fire. The demon Finn Balor. Wait, is he coming as the demon? got to give him time. Is he coming as the demon? There's nine total matches announced? on the It is the demon, yeah. There's oh. nine total matches on the card. You, you're right. The Will time thing is... It could be a five, six-minute Well, well, well here's a question. Is, is the 50-man Battle Royal pre-show or actually on the main card? 50 men. That's ridiculous. That was the main event last Saudi Money. Oh, shit. It was for was the it? belt. Was it really? Yeah, for the Oh, for the green belt. Mm-hmm. That for the Braun green belt. One, that Braun Yeah, that was that crown jewel. That was crown jewel. Wait, is, is Braun in? Have they even announced who's in this? I didn't. Braun has Bobby Lashley. Oh, he's fighting Bobby Lashley. Yeah. The almighty. Is, is he still with Leo? Has Leo Rush been? He hasn't Leo been on TV. gone. 
He's been brushed off to the side. I would yeah. like he's been rushed off the stage. Um, uh, I want to hear from him though, honestly. Him and Sasha at some point hopefully we'll get to hear like their situations. Yeah. Cuz all we got is rumors hearsay and them, you know, oh don't don't go to the go to the source if you really want to know. Well, you're but yo, us that. why is Finn being a demon in Saudi Dub? Because they're paying Saudi them. Money. They, hey, you know why? Because they're Saudi because they're money. doing they the, got that Saudi money. They're doing the exact same thing that we love our Patreon subscribers to do every month. They pay that, that money because those money. Saudis are paying Cha-ching. that money for all of this. But I'm just saying, it's Cha-ching. just like there's been times where he should have been the demon that he hasn't been the demon, and has this feud with this Andrade. Doesn't make, it doesn't make has sense. Has he got beat up that bad? No, to the point where he feels like he has to come and beat a demon. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's nope. It's Saudi money. That's um, all it is. Yo, I just thought of a hot take. It's that gold. Hot take. The Emirates. Brock Lesnar is cashing in. That's <laughs> okay. Saudi. Okay. He's cashing in on Kofi. He's going with it. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. He, he fooled everybody. He fooled everybody. Let he's, me ask you this. He's going to cash Let in on Kofi. Let me ask you this. If that happens, are you going to cancel somebody else's WWE Network subscription for them? <laughs> 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 no, the Kofi moment was enough for me. So like, okay, if Kofi loses it that soon, I want him to get it back or get a rematch at SummerSlam or I'm something. A, I, I don't but agree with Rand. I'm a hot take. Rand's hot take. What you got? Okay. He's going to cash in, but he's going to be on somebody else. Since Brock already beat Seth up and didn't cash in, he's going to come out and act like he's going to cash in on Kofi and just beat Kofi up, and then Dolph is going to win. Oh, God, I like that. I like that. Did you, did you hear that? You did like you catch that? More, that? Don't you? So he beats oh, saw, down Kofi. You know, yeah, like yeah, he, he comes out and beats up Kofi, and, and people think in. he's going to cash in, but he doesn't, and then Dolph wins. Yeah. No, no, I don't agree with that. You don't like <laughs> that, but you like Brock. They're not giving Dolph a belt. Dolph is the guy who makes people look good. Yeah, Dolph doesn't. He's not getting the belt. <laughs> Dolph is always saying yeah, belt. Say but because Kofi in that um, he's in that beat, vignette, he's gonna he talks shit beat, about. He's going to barely beat Dolph and then be in the ring like, huh. And then Brock's music going to hit. Brock's going to whip his yeah. ass. I don't know. I just think because he talked shit him. about um, Dolph having a belt before and, like, leaving it when he had the U.S. title because they showed uh, that in the videos. Like, you had a title and you and you left it. So I'm like, you know, them bringing yeah. that up would give him reason to, like, have yeah. a title again. Let me ask They're you guys. Him a title again. Let me ask you guys this. Speaking of. <laughs> Man, I love I'm Dolph. Sorry. I Speaking love him of- too. Dolph could be champ and I, I would have no problem with it. Dolph is so good. But he's just a guy to kind of make people look. Hey, good. speaking of titles, um, title <laughs> title chases. I think the most Dolph. entertaining title to watch being defended these days mm. um, is currently this one right here. I'm gonna play a clip for y'all uh, so you guys can hear this this wonderful clip. Oh uh, yeah, let's go. This is Elias climbing under the ring. By the way, oh <laughs> my gosh, not Damian Sandler. <laughs> this has been brilliant. I got Ron Killings is like killing this twenty four seven title. He's killing it, like he's killing it. They could have had him do well, not do this, but with the U.S. title when he won it, like just be real funny with it. But like that like, whole segment was weird because he went to he went to Shane because he was tired of defending the twenty four seven title, and then he wins it again at the end, right. <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah, like you. It's like, are you confused? You like you said, you were tired of people chasing you around most, for it. He, he has the most WWE twenty four seven title run right <laughs> oh, now. Absolutely, he is. He's I the, think every show he's probably going to lose it and get it back. Like that'd be a show. funny gimmick for a, a full year. Losing in the beginning, the three hundred and sixty five time yeah. <laughs> win it right WWE twenty four seven champion, yeah. the truth. 
365 <laughs> times. Oh, oh, God. That's the only time that could be won. I'm still He's waiting. Be the first 100 time champion. Yes. That's, That's I'm still crazy. waiting for Carmella to, to take it from him. I feel I like the that. I feel like she the build up isn't going to be over until yeah at some until point she she's turns on him yeah she could roll him up I, and take I it. I think we said something about like maybe her sneaking up on him in a hotel room or something while he's sleep and pinning him in his sleep. That's to be a ref like, there though. Yeah, you bring the ref yeah, with you. Bring the ref in the room because that's not creepy. Uh, yeah, that's a little creepy. Yeah, Car- <laughs> Carmella pinned me while I'm sleeping. Never mind. G one, this is all it takes is a finger. This is a family friendly show. G one, G one, all it takes is a finger on the chest to pin him. Oh, okay, you're right. Well, yeah. that's Light true. Work. You don't have to do too work. much. She Light ain't got to climb up on top of it. <laughs> hey. All right, y'all. I mean, that'll be so much fun. We got five minutes. We're going to run through the last ones. Uh, this has been real dope and emotional. Uh, Kofi yes. is in Ghana uh, in the year of the return. He's been out there meeting family, uh, hanging out, participating in all the you know Ghanaian rituals. And it's just been great to see. Like they yep. catch her, They're capturing great footage of it. It's dope to see. He's been treated like a, like a king out there. I think they're like, all right, thanks for this. Now you want to drop this belt. <laughs> I think this is countdown to dropping the belt. But it's dope that they gave him this moment to do this. I'm so. excited to see what the documentary is, whether it's a 24-7 or a 24. Uh, they're filming they're it for something. They're keeping a lot of footage. So they're going so to release something. Network special yeah. probably. Uh, so he deserves it, man. So I'm, it's awesome to see every day seeing new footage of him and like, kids coming up and kids running at him. And, like, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. dope. That's so really shout cool. out to Kofi out there doing a the thing in the motherland. Um, moving on, yes. what's next? Um, I think that's it. It was our last thing. You got snack of the week. Uh, snack of the week. You got a the snack, snack of for the... us? I actually do. Um, we both got to see her this past Monday night. Uh, we got to go to the Music Instrument Museum to catch a concert. Um, I put her over last week as well. Her name is Dessa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no secret I have a huge crush on her. I have <laughs> since, since the early radio days when I had her on my show. I saw um, I saw Rock get a little giddy. When I did. He, he was like, "Hi." I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Hey, I'm hey, I'm, I'm Rock. And, you know, you know but, really love your stuff. Put on the R and B voice he and did, just try to sweet did. talk her a little bit. But uh, oh man, you wasn't out there being Super Smash Brother. You was out there being yeah. being sensitive guy. <laughs> Me and Ran aren't the Smash Brothers, but we're not out there <laughs> nah, in the streets, not, man. We're, we're not the Mixy Boys. We're, we're nothing. The, we're the wholesome boys. <laughs> nah, we're the wholesome no, boys. No, nah, they the they the Smash Brothers. But when when you and me get out, we the Super Smash Brothers. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but no, yeah, Dessa uh, is Dessa. the snack of the week. Great show too. Oh, she killed it, man. Um, she killed it. Great voice. Just um, awesome banter in between, doing like poetry as well. Performing um, in the crowd, jumping in the crowd, standing up on chairs. I was like, oh, this. Is I think the, the, the coolest part about it was um, it seats what two hundred people, two fifty. Yeah, maybe. Um, Three quarters of the way through the show, she asked everybody, you know, who's seen a Dessa or a Doomtree show? About half the room put their hands up. Mm-hmm. Then she asked, who's never seen and or heard me that and or Doomtree? Me. I haven't seen And the other half of the room, of and she was like blown away by that. Mm-hmm. And she asked a couple of the guys in the crowd, you know, well, you know, what made you come? And they were just like, we just wanted to come check out and try something new. I would have been like, rock. Yeah. He, yeah. He like, brought me. Rock, just, rock brought me. Yeah. Rock so made me do it, it was, uh, <laughs> rock baby it was, it was, it was really dope, man. I've seen her live, I think, four times. She's man. incredible, man. She's dope. Well, sounds like you like her. I do like her a lot. She put on a great show. The first time I saw her live, I've, I've known the music. Oh, really? I loved her music. But yeah, first time I Yo, saw her live. Yeah. And the other cool part was. Did you tell her you liked her a lot when you saw her? She already knows. Um, <laughs> I think no, she knows. I think the coolest part was, and the, the, what you pointed out during the show, the opener. I forgot what the band was called. 
but the moniker. Guy, moniker. But the dude, the, the lead singer of Moniker, is Matthew Santos. If you're a Lupe Fiasco fan, you're familiar. If you are what you there, say, you are. That's him. G1 to the rescue. <laughs> um, I yeah, told so, you he knows a lot of stuff. So this, yeah, this dude runs a dope band called Moniker. And their sound is Super dope, dope like, like electro yeah. pop funk. So check them out. It's Moniker with a K M O N I K E R. Yeah, they yep. were the openers and they were, they were and, dope. Uh, they were yes. really good, man. I'm Very cool. Matthew Santos. Solo is incredibly talented. He can sing. He's great. Mm-hmm. But, like, the drummer was super dope. Drummer was on point. And the dude that was on, like, the keys and the synth, he was uh, he was button pushing oh, like a motherfucker. Yeah, he was, yeah, like an Ableton setup. He was, was killing it, bro. And he would hold it upside down. Where like Yo, it was weird out. the way was he was leaned, playing it. Yeah. So people could see the buttons. Yeah, yeah it was like, it was like this. From the outside. Seen, and, and he was playing before. it. Like, I was yeah, like, shout out to my boy Lev Lewis. I think he does that, too. Yeah. That's what's up. So, yo, I want to The only person I've seen do some wild stuff like that was... um. What's his name? Is it Exile? Yeah. That oh, makes sense. the NPC guy? He did a lot of yeah. 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 I saw, yeah. I saw yeah. him do the live beat set, and he had, like, the NPC on top of his head. Yep. He was playing it. Yep. Like, yeah, he's that or A-Rab. A-Rab does all that, oh, like, crazy wild. stuff. My homie Fresh Kills does some cool stuff, too. I seen A-Rab music live A-Rab at the Metro in crazy Chicago. Hey, Rock, I had a question for you. <laughs> you still got some of these um, these radio connects that um, you need? can get us some tickets? For what? Man, I'm trying to go see Lizzo. Them tickets is too expensive. Is she coming? Yeah, she's going to be here. And I Is it October? Something like that. I can find out. Yeah. The ma- right. the magical BBW. Oh, the Matt Mania. Is, is, right is the Matt Mania crew going to go out there to yes. see Teeks uh, snack of the year? I will possibly? go. I mean, I'll go because I like the Rand was trying to go, trying but to the roll. tickets was. I'm not, I can't pay that for the tickets. All right, so I'm not, I'm not mistaken. Like, she, on her social media, she puts herself out there. Like, her titties be oh, out, right? Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You could have You might want to save that for the Patreon. Okay, T-R-U-F. Truth. She's very comfortable in her own skin yeah, more we'll power to her I, I appreciate I love her that. being comfortable I love that, I love that. shout out to Lizzo yeah, let's, let's right, wrap this so up though. I think we're going to wrap it up um, I want to give y'all another song because we've been talking about music I want to play a joint out can you play me out with Tyler the Creator's Earthquake mm-hmm. that's my new jam these days Earth with an F are you fucking and, with um, that Igor yeah Igor's dope album um, Tyler's just a freaking genius so Shout out to him. I love it. Um, so, my name is Mega Ran. This is T Call. This is G1. Yes, sir. Rock knowledge. Rock knowledge. Uh, we love Make you, Make sure Neo you X. follow us at Matt Mania Pod. That's right. On the Instagrams, on Matt the Twitter. Matt Mania Podcast on uh, Twitter. Check us out. Oh, always. We should let them know that uh, we are going to continue with a Patreon episode coming up after this. And then uh, next two weeks. We're only going to be doing Patreon-only content for a couple oh, yeah. of weeks, so we're going to come back in a couple of weeks, refresh. we got some new things for all the Matt Maniacs, so mm-hmm. there will be a break from the normal episodes. But patrons, we got you. Hold on, so they need yeah. to know that you're not going to get a regular Matt Mania episode the next two weeks, yep. so pay that money, pay that money. because the Patreon exclusives money. will still be coming the next two weeks. We need y'all to pay yes. that money if y'all want to hear the That's content. The yeah. hear. I might give you a little snippet, like a like a thirty second in and out sure. of, the, of the Patreon on Spotify. On Spotify, we should do that. Yeah, just to let y'all know that we are still doing things. But you're gonna have to come over there. This joint's a jam. This right? shit is hard. This is a jam. I bypassed this album because I'm not a huge Tyler fan. But it's this a is a bop, bro. This is I've heard dope. enough people talk about. So this for album. all of y'all Patreon subscribers, yeah. we do appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all spread the word. Let these other people know to go yes. ahead and pay that money know, and join because they will want to hear the content that's coming in the next two weeks. Because it's going to be only Patreon exclusives. That's right. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do. One, pay that money. Two. Keep your Wrestling shoulders off is the fun. mat. And three, <laughs> keep your keep shoulders, shoulders off, off the, the mat. mat. Peace. Three things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, three things. Keep your shoulders off the mat twice. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 